This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pegel. The first in-person Indo-Pacific Economic Framework for Prosperity Ministerial concluded today in Los Angeles. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai spoke to reporters at the conclusion of the event and says she is very optimistic for how the discussion unfolded. This meeting was a chance to deepen our partnerships and fill in the details about how we will work collectively to address the challenges and the opportunities that will define this 21st century. I'm happy to say that after several days of intensive discussions, we have made real progress toward that goal. And the ministerial statements demonstrate both our ambition and our innovation. Our intention now is to move towards negotiations with our partners on each pillar with the first round of discussions taking place after this ministerial. Ty outlined the next steps of the framework. Specifically, we intend to develop initiatives that promote sustainable and inclusive growth by adopting, maintaining, and enforcing laws based on internationally recognized labor rights. We will identify ways to protect the environment, respond to our common sustainability challenges, including climate change, and facilitate trade and investment in clean technologies. On the digital tech economy, we want to build confidence in that digital economy address discriminatory practices, and promote trusted and secure cross-border data flows, among other important issues. Ty says farmers and ranchers can expect to see expanded market access. We can increase food security and help our farmers, ranchers, and fishers expand access to markets throughout the region by using science-based practices and optimizing land, water, and fuel use. Increased transparency, good regulatory practices, Stronger consumer protection coupled with fair competition, expanded access for all small businesses and technical assistance will unlock enormous economic value for our region, especially for our small businesses. Secretary of Commerce Gina Raimondo also spoke to reporters and says negotiations will begin to move forward on Monday and that they anticipate another ministerial to take place at the beginning of next year. Speaking about agriculture trade, on this week's AgriPulse Newsmaker Show, Senate Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow says Alexis Taylor's nomination to be USDA's Trade Undersecretary will move through committee very soon. Yes, we will be moving forward. You know, it's so, so, so important that, that uh, we have open markets. And, uh, and that's something I've been pushing for, pushing for uh, since the beginning. The USTR ag negotiator, you know, I'm sorry we haven't had somebody sooner, but I think Doug's going to do a great job. I think Alexis Taylor also will do a great job. She's moving through her interviews. We have her paperwork. You know, there's a whole process we have to do, but we will uh, be moving her forward uh, very shortly. Robert Gunther of the International Fresh Produce Association, Bruce Knight of Strategic Conservation Solutions, and Tara Smith of Michael Torrey Associates also joined this week's show to discuss big topics that will need to be addressed in the 2023 Farm Bill, including oversubscriptions of conservation programs. Knight says the money designated in the Inflation Reduction Act is not enough to fully address oversubscription issues in conservation programs. I think that will continue even under the IRA. There are certain things that are that the agency is going to have to do. They've got to be more aggressive about working with mainstream commercial farm operations in order to be able to 
invest all of that money. They need to look seriously at waiving the AGI and payment limits that restrict specialty crops, many integrated livestock operations from fully subscribing to these programs as well. But this will still be a farm bill issue when we get to the farm bill. Knight says some programs get three to four applications rejected for every one that is accepted. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, which is inviting all involved in the dairy industry to the Federal Milk Marketing Order Forum in Kansas City, October 14th through the 16th. Learn more at fb.org FMMO forum. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peckles.